can oh my oh when can I get back to oh my oh Hey thank you for joining us today um, we're back with more medical marijuana information that was a little number from Al Jolson uh, from 1921 about Ohio, of course. It felt fitting to play that song today. Um, we're going to get into some discussions on propaganda. But first, let's listen to this trailer from Reefer Madness. These high school boys and girls are having a hop at the local soda fountain. Innocently, they dance. Innocent of a new and deadly menace lurking behind closed doors. Marijuana, the burning weed with its roots in hell. In this film, you will see the ease with which this vicious plant can be grown in your neighbor's yard, rolled into harmless-looking cigarettes, hidden in an innocent shoe or watch case. In this startling film, you will see dopesters lure children to destruction. We're going over to Joe's place. Why don't you come along? We have a date to play a set of doubles. Oh, you can play any time. Come on, we'll have some laughs. Can I go along with you? Sure. Hey, I'll see you at dinner, sis. If you want a good smoke, try one of these. You will meet Bill, who once took pride in his strong will as he takes the first step toward enslavement. Of course, if you're afraid. Smoking the soul-destroying reefer, they find a moment's pleasure, but at a terrible price. Debauchery, violence, murder, suicide. And the ultimate end of the marijuana addict. Hopeless insanity. <laughs> that was pretty fun. Did you see Reefer Madness? Um, I have only seen clips and then the one that just played. So <laughs> I, I, I remember in college I had to do a, um, you know, we had to do one of those persuasive speeches, right? Yeah. And mine was about the legalization of marijuana. So I watched Reefer Madness and it's absurd. But much like anything, you know, um, propaganda mm-hmm. uh, about you know, persuading us to to uh, get in line with what's the mantra, the message of the government mm-hmm. um, is pervasive everywhere today. Then, and we look at it now and think it's so preposterous. Whereas people will look at the things that we're buying into, you know, down the road and be like, "That's ridiculous! I can't believe they were ever so," you know. Yeah, um, it's it's gullible. funny now. Like yeah. we think that you know. Uh, well, now I know everything. Like yeah. A hundred years ago, nobody knew anything. We were all idiots, uh, you know, even though science was happening. <laughs> but right. <you> know, <laughs> but right. now we know everything and we can't possibly discover new things. Um, right. And now yeah. even like with Albert Einstein, um, you know, they, the, the, they gave him grief about his findings and he was poo-pooed by scientists of his time and, yeah. you know, ostracized. And look, at now we're like, he's a genius, you know, so... <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I, that's why I find it hard to, to say to people who have a stance Mm -hmm. against medical, um, alternative medicines, you know, Mm -hmm. that are very, you know, all the way pharma, pharma, you know, there's no way that 
these medicinal herbs and, you know, mm-hmm. things could work. Um, it's like they've been working for hundreds of years. And right. we, yeah, and they yeah. just recently decided, you know, with, I'm sure the, um, what do you want to say, the inspiration of dollars by pharmaceutical <laughs> companies to, yeah. um, to, to really make that not FDA approved anymore because it used to be. You no, know, they found evidence of, of hemp use, right? Like way, way back. Um, also, during the 19th century, so like the 1800s, uh, medical books in the United States uh, used, you know, refer made references to using cannabis to treat certain conditions. Doctors were regularly using cannabis to treat conditions uh, before 1937. Um, and, and really it's, it's the marijuana tax act of 1937, Mm -hmm. um, is it didn't actually make, um, it didn't actually make hemp or cannabis or marijuana plants illegal entirely. What it did was it made hemp, like it put such a heavy tax on hemp products and hemp plants that it was prohibitive to grow so before then like everybody grew cannabis george washington grew hemp Mm -hmm. (laughs) our first flag was made out of hemp our first american (laughs) flag was made out of hemp yeah i'm I'm not surprised by that um and actually uh during the wars uh those efforts were boosted um you know people were encouraged to grow hemp uh to support the country uh so that we had rope and sales you know hemp has been part of our culture uh, for a very long time. Uh, and, and so that, that Marijuana Tax Act in 1937 is kind of what made it prohibitively expensive to even grow the plants. Um, and, and what that did was it took away uh, our ability, like just the average poor farmer, to grow their own medicine and to grow their own plants for textiles and um, things of that nature. Um, and, and then of course, you know, throughout, like between the thirties and the seventies, there was, you know, always, you know, the, the conflict between the cultures, uh, and, and then of course the, the 1960s, we saw the counterculture movement where, um, you know, your stereotypical stoner hippies, uh, were doing all kinds of drugs, including, you know, marijuana and psychedelics, um, which, you know, psychedelics are another medicine that we are coming back to researching for things like PTSD right. and, um, you know, anxiety dos- disorders and stuff. And there's there's so much science from, you know, before mm-hmm. they made everything so illegal. Um, but so the 1970s we, or the 1960s, we saw this, you know, counterculture movement of people kind of going back to using uh, different kinds of drugs. But the thing is, it was the counterculture movement. And so everybody became anybody who used those drugs became a stereotypical dirty hippie um, in the eyes of people who weren't using the drugs. And then 1970 saw that they like they actually made m- marijuana fully illegal. Um, and so, so between 1937 and 1970, there were no actual laws that really, fo- like in some states, but there were no like federal laws that outlawed like hemp plants. And there was actually no dis- distinction between hemp and marijuana at the time either. Um, 
it's just all the same plant. Uh, and, and if you want to talk about the distinction between hemp and marijuana, it's very technical. But um, so before 1970, though, there were no federal laws that made it illegal. It's just that it was so expensive. The taxes on it were so expensive that you couldn't grow it anymore. So, yeah, the Controlled Substance Act made it federally illegal to possess, sell, grow, uh, distribute, use marijuana. And then, um, you know, from that point forward, it was a federal crime. And, you know, most states, if actually all states, followed suit. Um, uh, but then, you know, several states during that time, like in this through the 70s, recognized the medicinal value of marijuana and so they were working on passing legislation about medical marijuana almost immediately so like louisiana actually surprisingly enough was the first state in the country to uh, pass a law saying you can have marijuana for medical purposes and that was in 1978 wow yeah but the thing is there was not a way to access marijuana for medical purposes. And, and so, you know, that's, that's where actually states that have been progressive about creating laws that make it so you can use medical marijuana have really fumbled because um, then there's all this start, start and stop uh, trying to work out how people are going to legally access it because uh, you know, uh, legality, you know, the, the government's also concerned about your safety to some degree. So with that, I mean, with that, uh, we talked a little bit about the classification last time. It's a, mm -hmm. you said a class one. Yes. So, so meaning it's on the same line with heroin. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's seems crazy. Um, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. It's technically it's that it has, the federal government does not recognize any medicinal value and, uh, it's considered to have a high risk of addiction. And so therefore mm. that's why it is classified in the same group of drugs as heroin. Yeah. Which is insane really, because we all know that's not true at all. Sure. Um, <laughs> in terms of, you know, the addiction part of it. And then obviously it's got loads of medicinal purposes. So, um, and, and it used to be doctors uh, were trying to stand up to the United States government and fight for the right to have it. It was kind of over the counter at one point, I thought. Um, yeah. You could I, buy I, it in a store. Like, you could go to the drugstore and get it, I thought, at one point. I, I wouldn't be surprised. I, you know, again, it was, you know, people were, they, they talked about it in medical journals. They were using it for medicine. There's always, you know, something that starts for good, you know, mm -hmm. can be exploited for bad. and. Sure. You know, the FDA, whereas it was created for good and it's done some good things, it's also done some pretty biased um, things that are, you know, driven by money, especially yeah, especially of lately. The more big pharma has yep. a vested interest in the FDA, the less likely they are to do what's in the best interest of people anymore in that regards. So, yeah, um, 100% because, uh, you know, big pharma, I mean, think about the huge influence that they have over, um, you know, over the regulations that, that get established. Uh, and, and, you know, like the opioid crisis that we are currently facing is, uh, you know, yes, there, you know, Purdue Pharma, for example, mm, lied, yes. lied to the FDA, but there were also eyes that were averted 
I'm sure of it. Like, there's no way there weren't eyes that were averted when it comes to the way the opioid crisis kind of came down mm-hmm. <laughs> and how we got started in this in this mess. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and really, it it just comes down to the fact that um, it's it doesn't make any money for us to be healthy. Right. And, you know, in, in terms of what they're putting in our food, we have GMOs. Now we have, we have ingredients that make you more hungry or make things, you know, more likely that you're going to eat more, you know, so you're going to consume more. They're, they're doing more, uh, um, you know, manipulation, Mm -hmm. taking the nutrients out and putting things in there that are making you more likely to become diabetic, more likely to become, you know, obese or whatever it is, you know. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, of course, there are always shady things happening with, you know, what, when there's money involved, of course, we're going to be shady somewhere. Um, right. You know. Right. But but I mean, in terms of where we are today with um, the laws, you know, obviously, we have the federal laws saying one thing, the state laws saying something different. And, you know, originally, you heard stories, whether they're urban legend or not, of in, Cal- in Colorado, the, the feds could still raid um, places even though they were technically legal in the state of Colorado. Yeah, so that actually was the case um, until, and, and it, it's, it's back and forth um, as far mm. as like what the federal government can and cannot do um related to state laws when it comes to marijuana um so the federal government yes in the beginning when we started kind of passing those laws um which by the way i just wanted to make a quick shout out uh happy pride month to everybody um it was actually gay activists that started the medical marijuana movement so uh, thank you to all of them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, like, thank you. Like, I want to throw that out there while I'm thinking about it. Um, mm. Because, like, you know, when medical marijuana got its starts uh, in California um, and in Colorado and in, even in Alaska, actually, um, that was one of the first, among the first states to legalize uh, medical marijuana. Um, so the federal government because it's federally illegal could still enforce marijuana laws uh, and still can technically. Um, But there was a bill that, um, that went into effect, I believe 2014 um, that basically said, like basically president Obama said, I'm not going to spend federal funds to pursue, um, people and companies who that are committing uh federal marijuana crimes when they are compliant with the state um and so that kind of prevented the federal government from doing much of anything about it uh, as long as everybody was in compliance with state laws it just seems a little pointless to you know go back and forth and and make it so complicated when when you know the states are supposed to be setting the precedents for the federal government not the other way around like we the people are supposed to say we want this and what happens in your state election what happens in your state um it's set up for a reason right so we don't have tyranny here but um 
Well, entirely. And, and like, you know, in Mississippi, uh, voters passed a law overwhelmingly saying, yeah, we want medical marijuana. You need to set up a program. And uh, lawmakers in the state fought it so hard that they got it overturned in the state Supreme Court due to a technicality of the pa- in the paperwork. Um, and so mm. now, like, the people of Mississippi are like, oh, what the heck? <laughs> Right. Yeah. <laughs> like it was a huge, you know, passed by a huge margin. And, the, you know, companies even started setting up shop and like were preparing because the deadline for a program to be in place was like the end of this year. Mm. And the state Supreme Court was like, nah. <laughs> wow. No medical marijuana for you, Mississippi. I'm a little frustrated with, you know, just in general, the movement of you know, you see a lot of that happening where, you know, the Supreme Court, again, you know, we have a system that's set up with so few people telling so many people, you know, what to do. It, it seems uh, in general, we just need to scrap it and start over. Like we, yeah. you know, because if the people voted it in, they pay their taxes, that's what they want, you know, then they should be able to get that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's well, unfortunate. Yeah, lawmakers are back at the drawing board and even the governor was like, I don't understand this. We need a we need to put a program in place. Yeah, and so in Ohio, I mean, we talked. You said they opened up seventy nine something licenses for dispensaries, but does that seem to you to think that they're moving in the direction of recreational if they're going to start allowing that many licenses? Because not that many people are using right now in Ohio. Um. So you never know. <laughs> I that would be excellent right if, yeah. if we could just open up adult use for everybody but um mm-hmm. you know that's that's a whole nother issue uh because you know in my opinion everybody that uses marijuana does use it for medicinal purposes it's not it, you know it's not even if when you're just using it to have fun it's still you know providing therapeutic benefits but um Opening up new dispensaries does expand access and like people are complaining, patients are complaining that medical marijuana is too expensive and that they they have to drive too far to get access. Um, And so opening up these licenses, allowing more dispensaries to open will help bring down the price. uh, And it will also make it so that everybody in the state lives much closer to a dispensary. I really think that making a robust medical marijuana program is smart for the state um, because they can kind of avoid or at least put recreational marijuana legalization, push it off down the road Mm -hmm. because it allows like it, it kind of satisfies people who, you know, if there's a robust program, it satisfies people who are saying they need this product. Um, And it also allows the state to, have more control over who gets the product. Lawmakers who are arguing against adult use marijuana legalization, um, they're, one of their big arguments is having marijuana get out of control. And so... Um, out of control. What, like it, what, having the access get out of control, having marijuana get in the wrong hands, you know, making it easier for um, minors to get minors it. to get in, get hold of it. Um, you I know. got news. Minors want it. They're, they're already getting a hold of it. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> well, yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, yeah, I get, I understand that they're, they're like, they raise the age of smoking. So mm-hmm. how does that affect 
getting medical marijuana, do you have to be 21 now to get medical marijuana? Um, in the state of Ohio, you can get medical marijuana at 18. Oh, just so 18 is it then? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's good to know because I mean, you know, you're, I, I feel like, I feel like in all things, if you're considered an adult at 18, you should be able to do adult things. I mean, you can, you can go enlist in the service and go to war and you can get married and, you know, so why can't you smoke or manage your own prescriptions or, you know, you're considered right. to be an adult. So, um, I think that's fair, fair judgment. I don't know that I was an adult until I was like 35, but. Well, um. <laughs> you know, the science <laughs> says that the part of your brain that connects the emotions to the uh, lizard part of your brain, um, <laughs> to like the, the emotional lizard part of your brain to the thinking rational part of your brain is 25 uh, on average is when those two things, wow. two parts of the brain become connected. Wow. So, yeah. so, but, you know, I mean, <laughs> Uh, you know, or it was Vietnam, uh, you know, that all that protesting that, you know, again, that dirty hippie counterculture that got the laws changed relate, related to voting. Those are my um, people. I like dirty hippies. Those are my people. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but like, you know, um, uh, you know, it was that time, though, uh, that, you know, and protesting the war uh, because. You know, their point was, because at the time, you had to be 21 to vote. Um, right. And so, at the time, their argument was, I mean, if we can go to war, <laughs> right. we should be able to vote. Exactly. So, so we have all these um, interesting, you know, restrictions, mm -hmm. federal to state, um, in terms of how we, um, you know, what the, f with the travel and all that. And then, in terms of, I think, we've talked about a little bit uh, privately, but... Uh, in, for the podcast mm -hmm. um federal is it a federal law on the gun situation or is that a state law so um, the gun situation um is uh, well it 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 the base the baseline is federal law um and so uh according to the federal government you cannot um have a gun if you use marijuana um and so, so technically, that means that if you have a marijuana card, you cannot own a gun. Um, however, uh, state laws are starting to acknowledge, you know, states are starting to acknowledge the discrepancy. For example, Missouri, uh, they recently passed a law stating that um, if you it's a it's a crime it's a felony actually to try to enforce federal laws related to guns um when it comes to gun possession slash ownership um if you have a marijuana card wow um, so now you know it's very important to make sure that you know it's it's if you have a marijuana card <laughs> so right um, you know, the, the, so in Missouri, they can still come down on you and they will bring the hammer down if you're using marijuana or have marijuana illegally and also guns. Um, even if you're not like, even if you don't have, like, even if you just have a small amount, you know, they will find ways to, uh, you know, charge you with, you know, intent, intent to distribute. Holy um, cow. Because, and like connecting the gun in the house with 
whatever else you've got going on in your house. It's the 1968 Gun Control Act. Um, and, you know, the point of the 1968 Gun Control Act was to manage to deal with drug cartels. Um, and, I mean, that was not the only goal of that act, but, you know, that was part of it was because, you know, we we're having, you know, drug problems. Um, and so uh, it was a way to, like, if you have drugs in your household and you also have guns in your household, then it's, you know, potentially you are part of a drug cartel. Oh my gosh. Are you serious? Yeah. Wow. (laughs) So, um, uh, it's a little more complex than that, but that's kind of like the base of it. (laughs) Oh my gosh. So it doesn't matter if it's, if it's under the legal, you know, what, whether they consider to be misdemeanor limit now, it's just any, the state law, you know, it's all subjective unless you have a marijuana card, in which case it's not. Then so. you can't have any, you said you can't even live in the house with someone who has, like if yeah. you are married to somebody that you have a card, they don't have a card. They can't even have a gun in your house because you have a card. Um, federally. Yes. In Ohio. I mean, in the state of Ohio. Um, so Ohio doesn't have any laws that protect you. No. So, and again, this is, again, this is where it gets very complex because, um, so in Ohio, there are no laws that protect somebody who has a marijuana card, um, if they want to own a gun, um, and it's federally illegal to own a gun if there's marijuana in the house or to have a gun in the house, if there's also a controlled substance in the house. Wow. Um, however... Ohio, like most other states, does not necessarily um, pursue who own (laughs) guns and also have medical marijuana. Um, So, and like federal enforcement of gun ownership and marijuana laws, uh, it is almost entirely up to state cooperation. Hmm. Um, and so like it, you know, it would cost the federal government ridiculous amounts of time, money, and resources to enforce federal laws in states that are not agreeing to cooperate. And this is not legal advice. (laughs) Sure. Yeah. Um, when it comes to finding a good attorney for like, if you're concerned about marijuana laws, um, Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, any sort of enforcement when it comes to that, um, the normal website, uh, has is a really good resource to it's normal, a, so, yeah. yeah, normal N O R M L. Um, and so N O R M L dot org is okay. the main site. Um, and you can find state specific information from there. Yeah, good news. Well, thank you for that. And thank you for your time. Ohio marijuanacard.com. You can find their phone number at the top of the screen there uh, at the web on the website. It's 866 866- four five seven five 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 nine um but also like i said if you can't write this down or remember it it's right at the top of every web page at ohiomarijuanacard.com which is a lot easier to remember um but if you give us a call uh, and talk to our uh, patient support representatives there 
they can schedule you for an appointment with one of our doctors uh, and then uh, that doctor can give you a 90-day recommendation. Um, it's, it's discounted right now. We have a discounted rate um, and uh, basically you get a 90-day recommendation so that you have time to try it out and see what before you, you commit to the car yeah before you commit to having like a full oh, year well, that's perfect i yeah. had no idea oh, so, okay. yeah i mean we we're always offering big discounts on our medical marijuana evaluations um, um mm -hmm. we also offer discounts to veterans um, and people on ssi uh, but then also like i said if if you're not ready to commit to the full expense of a full year you can get a 90-day recommendation uh, oh. for, uh, you know, a, a lot cheaper. So, wow, that's a yeah. great, that's great to know because that is the thing. I think people want to say, I don't, I don't know how it's going to work for me. Let mm -hmm. me try it. So that's perfect. Yeah. yeah. Appreciate it again. No always. Problem. Thanks for having so, me. Yes. And um, we'll look forward to connecting next week. Thank you so much for tuning in with us at Ohio Tokes with Jennifer Betts from OhioMarijuanaCard.com. You can also check out OhioTokes.com. Plenty of gift items there for the marijuana enthusiast in your life, whether they are Buckeyes of origin or their transplants. Everyone loves their Ohio swag. So please check us out at OhioTokes.com. And of course, visit OhioMarijuanaCard.com to schedule your appointment today.